Welcome to Coins in the Hood, Season 1, Episode 27. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Rav and Bonesy and Mr. J. I've kind of scrapped the running order, as you guys know, because, you know, we've had three games in a week, so it doesn't really seem like any point to talk about the games in a kind of performance perspective. Definitely a results perspective, but, yeah, I don't really see the point in breaking them down and going into each game individually. I'm sure we'll pull apart bits and pieces of the things we've liked and disliked over the last week. But yeah, it's been a mad week. Like, Bonesy, like, from the beginning, man, like, you called it last week and you wanted to see a strong side put out in in the FA Cup. That didn't happen. And it's only been reinforced by the games that followed. So, yeah, without getting too deep into performances, like, what the, what the fuck is... What, what, where the fuck are we? What, what is happening? I mean, I think that the, um, what do you call it? I think one of the players, it might have been Harry Kane. I think he come out, or one of the players did, and come out and said about the um, the win over Chelsea and then getting that consistency and that good feeling into the FA Cup and trying to go on a bit of a run. And, yeah, I, I, as soon as we lost against um, Sheffield United, I... That for me, that was the worst result of the season. That was where I was most disappointed. Last night was a shit show, but the Sheffield United performance, just when we had a bit of fucking momentum going forward, and we looked all right. We looked defensively, we looked all right going forward. It was like a solid all round performance. And then to literally rip that up and put a different squad out for Sheffield United, our one realistic chance of maybe winning something this year, I think it's just, yeah, I think the players, are, their confidence has just been shot to shit. It's been confounded by, you know, the, the, the result that followed. If that was what we were saving the players' fitness for, that backfired. I think I think that makes last night even worse. I think that makes the result in the Champions League even worse that we've now got nothing to play for other than top four. And I don't think top four is enough considering we're supposed to be moving forward. Um, no, season for me, the season's over. This might as well be the end of season fucking pod. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Um, it looks like Terence is trying to get into the into the pod. There isn't a, a waiting room here, is there? He's not. He's he's in. He's just it's just taking a while to connect. Are you there, Terence? Can you see me? Hear me? I can't see you. We can hear you though. Oh yeah, because my camera's a fuck. So you might have to just listen to me. That's all right. We'll we'll give you your cues anyway, and I can um I can let you know when you when when I'm directing stuff your way. But go, just going back to last night, Rev. Um, Conte after the game didn't sound particularly you know infused about the rest of the season or or his job. I mean, it sounds to me that he's done, man. I don't I don't even I don't even know. I I I, I was like after the game, I was like fucking it's, it's done, man. He, he's got to go. It's, he, if if he's unwell or whatever the fuck it is. 
the body language, the way he's talking, it's it's all it's all wrong, man. So I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking, Rev. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's done. I think it's finished. I think what we're he's not going to leave because he first firstly throw away loads of money. Which why would he do that? Um, and second of all, it he he it's difficult because basically after Nuno, it, it feels like we went to him and we were like, look, can, you're a winner. Can you change the mentality of the club? Um, and he doesn't really lose anything by failing with us because we failed with Jose, we failed with Poch. He'll still get a good job after this, probably in Italy somewhere. But he's probably not going to leave just to show that, yeah, I like to one of my contracts and I told him what, what I, to- I wanted them to do. They didn't listen to me. So fuck them. I'm just going to phone it in for the, to the end of my contract and then ha- take all my money and go back to Italy. Which, the num- to the be number- honest, Sorry, mate. The number that's been sat around. Sorry to cut in there. The number that's been sat around is that he'll get five. If he was if he was sacked today, he'd get five million in compensation. Yeah, because I think isn't that uh, it counts for the extra year we've got as well, or something. I read that because um, you know we can the club have the option to extend it. So I don't think he has a say in the matter. I think the club, if the, if Levy's for some reason wants wants to keep him, I think well, he so could we could say like, extended, gutted. You're here for another year. You can. Yeah, we could do it. Apparently, definitely do that. But, um, but yeah, I, I, the thing is, basically, we've just got to sack him because I think for the rest of the season, it's just going to be poisonous. And uh, I wanted him to do well, and I still part of me just thinks stick with him. But it's it's over now. Like we'll come on to it later. But Richardson's comments were were quite. That's that's like that's dressing room gone. So I think we're just in for a shitty end to the season, to be honest. I, mean, I didn't even, I didn't even hear. The, I haven't read the Richarlison. We'll, we'll That's what to, you were saying. We'll get to that. Ravi's got the uh, translated version because I think there's been there's been three or four different versions of it that I've read, and it's yeah. all the it's the gist is the same, but the language yeah. and the context is yeah. slightly misconstrued depending on who's reporting on it. Uh, but yeah, I think I said it on the the, the coins in the podcast the other uh, podcast the uh, WhatsApp the other day that. Only at Spurs can you get nominated for manager of the month and potentially get sacked and be on sick leave the whole month. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't know how that's even a thing that could happen, but I mean, Nuno got manager of the month and got sacked the next month, didn't he? So, yeah, I guess, mm. why not? We're just ramping it up every time. We're out doing our own fucking mad records. Jay, what was your, what was your feelings <laughs> after the game? Like, how did they differ between straight, straight after the game and then... Yeah, like this morning. How did you? How did your feelings change this morning when you had a, a night to sleep on it? So I, everyone I spoke to, I said Milan are going to come for a nil-nil and they're going to get it. And so I was kind of resigned to that. And I think I was with the rugby was watching it. I think when Romero made the second tackle, I think before the second yellow would even come out, I, my coat was on and I was gone. I, I was like, no, they've ruined in me emotionally enough, man. I can't. I was like, no, I just walked home angry in the rain. Put some tunes on. I was done. And this morning, I had everyone at work going, oh, what happened? What happened? And it was like, oh, fuck off. But yeah, I, it's, I spoke to Bonesy on the train the other morning and we were saying about the Sheffield United and I fully agree with what he said, that we're not consistent enough to be chopping and changing. So we need, we especially that game, we needed to get everyone confident, Royal, whoever, Richarlison, play them. If we, we're winning, play them. Get to the next round. And then when we've got three or four wins under our belts, then yeah, tinker a little bit. 
I make wholesale changes and then lose all the fucking games. And then last night, like you said, I love Sonny with all my heart and soul, but yeah, why he doesn't deserve to be starting again? Because we can see that when he's coming off the bench, he's hungry and he's got that bit between his teeth. Oh, mate, it's, <laughs> it's too much. But no, this is, this is the whole point of what we're here to talk about. I mean, like you just said, uh, as soon as I saw the crunch from Romero for the second challenge, I turned it off. I didn't even wait to see the card. I thought, oh, fuck this. Same. Yeah, I didn't see the second yellow, I didn't see the red. I was just like, no, I'm gone. I was like, why, why, why do that? But um, so Terence was at the game. Um, what was the feeling like in the on the concourses like before the game? Was everyone buzzing, Terence? Yeah, it was actually, uh, it was pretty pumped up. And obviously, even throughout the whole game, as uh, the crowd were up for it. I mean, I was north upper. Um, and... Obviously, South Stand was going for it, but even there was, it was quite a, it was it's quite a lot around the whole stadium, and it actually went throughout. So Milan fans were doing their little bits, but generally getting drowned out by us. So it was actually until like the last few minutes when yeah, it was like literally well, last five minutes when yeah, we're not coming back from this. With um, it was it was pretty upbeat for most of the game, but obviously, even though we were watching a pretty sort of bland, it did. There weren't really that much that went on throughout the whole game, but yeah, the crowd, like we, we, everyone tried their best to help the team through, but it just obviously yeah, it wasn't the case. It sounded like there was some booze at half time. Was 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 that? Was could you hear that loud like half time? Uh, or was that just no, them I mean, sticking I, I, their pumping I, their microphones up? Possibly. I mean, I, I nipped off a few minutes before just to grab a beer and uh, take a piss, so um, I didn't actually hear the booze. So yeah. I always think they just feed them in, man. I, I always think, how hard would it be to just to, just to fucking ramp up a bit of negativity just for fucking... Yeah. Uh, they always um, turn the volume up and down. Just, but just on that, on, just on that note, I, yeah, I, I watched it indoors last night and the sound coming through on the TV, it was like, it sounded flat to me. Like, so, I, yeah, I, I don't know whether there's some jiggery-pokery they're doing in the background, whether if the football is shit, they turn the volume down. But Jenna's commented on it. Jenna's, uh, Jenna's commented on it being flat in the stadium at, at certain points. But at certain points, he was, especially in the second half after Pedro Porro come on, they were saying that the, the atmosphere was ramping up a little bit because we were going at it a little bit more. Not in a, It was fits and starts. It wasn't like waves of attacks. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's hard to tell, but there were definitely boos. And then... Yeah, what, what was it like after the game, Terrence? What was, what was the feeling? I, I saw some posts on social media of people singing about uh, he's magic, you know, Marissa. I, I saw that from little factions of supporters as, as they were walking out. Was that? No, I didn't really, I didn't really hear any of that. I mean, um, obviously on the way out, I could hear quite a few Italians. For, so, so I don't know how, but it's like in, in the even in the home sections, it looks like they, they crept in and I don't know how that was allowed to... Yeah, but even dry, even walking back to the in the rain and um, queuing up for trains for like an hour, you could there's loads loads of Italians that were just and obviously they weren't from the away because they keep them in there for a bit. But um, yeah, so um, yeah, the walk home weren't weren't great. Got home about half eleven midnight, something like that, and uh, yeah, it was just one of the things. It was just a bit of a lackluster night. It's um, yeah, we just didn't really. Seems like we didn't go for it, and then when Sanchez came out, it's like, well, I think Conte's given up. He was hoping for a nil-nil draw. He just didn't want to lose anymore. So the rumours doing the rounds that when he was bringing Sanchez on, uh, Kane went up to him and said, like, why are you taking Kulisevsky off and bringing Sanchez on? We need to score. Like, we're, we've got to throw everything at it now. 
And apparently that's what that's what Kane apparently said to words to those effect is what he said to mm. Ryan Mason and um Antonio Conte on the sideline. It did what? it did look it did look like that. I noticed that on the TV and I was like, is he saying to him like what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Are you taking the piss? It, I mean it is worrying, uh, if that is the case. I mean, I don't know if you saw that interview with Harry Kane uh, on the Spurs official uh, page. It, yeah, he he just seemed like yeah, this this is not enough. Like to be honest, it, it kind of he was like saying that like, it's not enough for what we're producing, but it's almost like this isn't enough for me to stay here now. It sound that's what it sounded like to me anyway. But yeah, I mean, a, a week or so ago it was all rosy. We just beat Chelsea. <laughs> Everything was good. We spanked West Ham. You know what I mean? And then with and then a week later the season's over. And I think someone said it to me. It might have even been you, Bonesy. Um, but yeah, I mean after after. After the Wolves and the Sheffield United game, I was actually quite thinking. I was thinking, Conte is is shit, but I still think he, he needs another transfer window and another crack at it because otherwise it's going to be another manager that got what eighteen months. Do you know what I mean? He's still dealing with different yeah. players like Davis and Dyer and fucking Lucas Mora. We'll get to Lucas Mora coming and playing the last couple of games. I don't even want to fucking. I mean, I'm not even digging him out. It just, it's just not the. It wasn't the right move against Wolves bringing him on. Um, that game was done as soon as he came on the pitch, as far as I was concerned. Um, but yeah, I, I was kind of thinking like you look at what the, where Liverpool weren't didn't come straight out of the blocks when they got Klopp. They was shit for about a year or so. Arteta, you know, famously they were calling for his head not that long ago. Um, for the last couple of years, they've been most most of the Arsenal support have been wanting him sacked. So. Where, where are you on the Conte meter now, Rav? Are you, are you, where do you sit on the Conte meter? Not, not, not disregard what Conte is saying. How do you feel about him? Uh, to be honest, it's not, I don't, I don't even think it's the manager for me, really. Like, it, it's, do we have an actual plan? Are we going to stick to it? And if it's like, because if this was part of a plan and we knew it was part of a plan, I think we'd swallow it a bit better. But because it just seems like he's leaving at the end of the window anyway, and we've start, we've signed like Pedro uh, Pedro Porro for him, so we've signed players for him to work in his system. So, what are we doing? Like, what's our plan? What what are we trying to achieve here? And I think what is going to happen is he's just going to sulk his way out. And so, I guess I guess I want him out because I just want it. I want the next plan to start if we have to start the next one soon, because yeah, we can't. We can't keep buying like four players for one manager, then moving on to the next manager who didn't want two of them, but he has to play him now, and we keep going in circles with it. So I think, yeah, he's just. I think it's sadly he's he's kind of got to go now if he's not staying longer than the summer. It's it just is what it is. I think. Where are you, Bonesy? Can't are you know out? Um, I mean, when last night I was like, oh, he's done. Do you know what I mean? He's He's. I, I thought I'd wake up this morning and, or by yeah, a bit like what you were saying. By the end of today, and when we were doing this, that he'd be gone. Um, but now I've had time for it to settle in and stuff like that. Like it, last season, he took us. There was progression there last season, and towards the end, we looked good. We looked like a good side, and he said it. We were in the Conference League, and we bettered that we got into the Champions League. We all know that the squad, especially certain areas, ain't good enough. And it's been commented on fourth in the table 
I think at the moment, with certain areas of our um, squad, we're probably punching above our weight a little bit. Um, but, and then sort of building on what Rav was saying, if there is a long-term plan, I would still, and even though last night I was like, fucking hell, just get Potch back in, bring the bring the good times, bring the sexy football back, and regardless of no trophies, because that's, that's what we wanted. We wanted trophies, and me in particular, I didn't give a shit about results. But now there's no trophy on the table, so I was a bit bitter about that. But I would, I would still back Conte purely be, for the reason that if you look at our front line and our midfield, we've got Pedro Poro, we've got the is it Udogi, the left yep. left yep. sided, due to start next year. You've got Skip and Saar starting to get a few more minutes, and they're starting to look better game by game. I think oh we. I've, and that sounds silly to say this, but I think I th- we I don't think we're sh- too short I th- uh, to play Conte system. And if there is a plan in place, I don't think we're too short. I mean, we've always we've been saying it for ages about defence. We need defenders, and I think if we got defenders in the summer that Conte wanted, I'd back him into next season. Where are you at, at Terence, with this? Uh, I'm interested to see your take on it because obviously you don't yeah, see I mean, that often. Yeah, I mean, I, I've sort of, for the last sort of months or whatever, I've been, I've been pro Conte, like not say pro Conte, but actually let's give him a chance, let's give him to the end of the season because I think we've still got a, obviously a good, the next sort of five, six games are very winnable games, but obviously where we're at at the moment, we can't even beat Sheffield United. So it's. Um, you never know. I mean, he, Conte might. Oh, so I was just about to say, yeah, Conte might get liver failure, so we might win the next few games if Stellini takes over. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I th- I'll still back. I'll still back him. <laughs> I'll still back him until obviously the end of the season. But obviously, until the end of the season, until until we know what sort of the mood is when we get the, to the the latter part of it. It's whether he's to whether he's going to take on. But again, from his interview yesterday, I don't know if you discussed it already before I come on, but from that interview, basically it's like he's saying, Yeah, um, the club knows my position. I'm living out my contract. So it sounds like he's off anyway. But yeah. I mean, sorry, can I just jump in on that? Sorry, mate. Um, if that is the case and the club knows that's the case and they're gonna get rid of him in the summer, then we need to fuck him off now and give the new manager six months. And the pre-season and knowing what he needs to go into next season. I think it's either we stick with Conte and we give him another year or we get rid of him now. No, I think that's fair. Um, so, just on that one. I mean, I think the Pochettino stuff is is a nice, easy knee-jerk thing for, for us as Spurs supporters because we all love him. Uh, you know, I think I don't think we forget the last year or so that he was there it was it, it definitely our league form was dog shit um but i think i think a lot of people are blinkered by by the rose tinted glasses of potch and it's an easy kind of ah oh, just getting back and and everything will be all right i don't i don't think it's that simple I, I personally think that we need to give conte i think we need to keep him there 
just persevere because then at least if this time next year right we're in the same position but we've given another window where we've got some better centre halves in we've got some reinforcements in midfield because better core ain't going to be back for fucking ages um that Harry Kane thing's a separate conversation. I don't even know if we can, we've even got time to cover Harry Kane today. Uh, but yeah, I just think if, if we're in the same position we're next year, at least we can say, yeah, he had a fair fucking crack of the whip. For the first time, we've actually backed a manager. He's had a fair crack of the whip. It hasn't worked. Fine. All right. But I still think that there's a lot of dog shit in there that he needs to replace. But I agree with what you're saying, Luke, in that, that we ain't that far off. I think you upgrade Ben Davis, you upgrade Eric Dyer, and then you get some competition some competition in midfield and I think that we're not going to be we need we, we need something, someone creative in midfield it can't be Harry Kane but, we can't rely on Harry Kane yeah. anymore I don't think I think I think we need to kind of start planning that, planning our life without Harry Kane now and we should we should well, have been well, doing that you know, I was going to say like the, the thing is is like yeah I think we aren't far off because <laughs> I, I saw like a thread on Twitter of his teams at Inter and we, we look like we almost can play that way, but then we just sort of, like, we don't have the midfielders who can sort of play the ball. And I think we're kind of back to where we were, not because we haven't upgraded the squad, but because Benzincourt's out, we don't have the midfielder who can beat a press and pass it, like, very well. Like, Hoiberg tries, but he's not that good at it. I thought Skip was quite good yesterday, but we really just need to fix the midfield and the defence still, even though we bought loads of players, it just, we haven't just gone all for it and bought in the, the centre-back and the midfielder. So his system's not really going to work without Bentoncourt, like, and that's what was happening before, isn't it, pretty much? I mean, let's not forget we had our best start to a Premier League season this year as well. That's That seems like fucking a million miles away. Obviously, there's been a World Cup since then as well. Um, yeah. But that did happen. That was a thing. We were, and the reason we're still in and around it is because of that that good start that we had, but a lot the last three games, obviously, it's we all know that we didn't score, but in them three games we had twelve shots on target, right? Six of those came against Wolves, uh, and in the, and in in all in the three games and two hundred and seventy minutes uh, plus stoppage in each game, so probably close to two hundred and eighty minutes of football, we only had three clear cut chances. I mean, that's pretty Which, damning, man. I mean, just that shows where, just the, a, where the issues are, doesn't it? Yeah, and just another way to look at it. Do you remember, like a little while back, like all of us were pretty much back in Conte, and it was Levy that was the problem. And because you hear the away fans when they go and um, and we play away. They, they're backing Conte fully. They're singing his name, shouting his name, showing him love. This season, he's had a difficult year. He's lost a lot of people in his life. He's had this, obviously, this operation. So I would I, I would give him a pass on this year. Um, and also, I don't want Levy to have another get-out-of-jail card because we all said it that, if it doesn't work with Conte, then it ain't going to work with anyone. Now the feeling is, it's like Conte's in the in the driving seat. Like there's a lot of players calling for a change. Um, a lot of Spurs fans calling for a change, and I just think that if we do, we're going to be back to square one, and Levy's going to get like a clean slate to do it with another manager. I think we need to keep stick with Conte. 
and Levy needs to be sort of held accountable for like that's that's my feeling. But as, as a caveat to that, there there is there is that if Conte uh, does stay and Levy does back him and give him time, then Levy can say, well, you know, what do you want? I've given the manager time. I've given him money. It's shit. It takes the pressure off Levy, I think, as opposed to puts more pressure on him. I think if if he gives Conte more time, more money, I think that no one can really aim anything at Daniel Levy. I think he it takes a, it alleviates the pressure of anything. But do you think Daniel Levy's going to do that? Give him more time and more money based on his track record? I don't think he no. will. And yeah, definitely, won't. and I, I I sort of think that he he definitely in Levy's mind, he's definitely backed in with the with the number of with the amount of money he spent, that number is high. So he's thinking, well, I've spent loads of money, but doesn't like, I think backing the manager kind of means, yeah, backing him through tough times and also just spending, not buying like six players, but buying one or two that he needs. But the, yeah, the one he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Not just buying the players, buying the players that he wants. Cause, cause he obviously doesn't want Dan Juma. Like Dan Juma hasn't got a kick since that FA cup game. I don't think, I don't think he likes Bastuma. I did read somewhere that Richarlison was sort of like a Levy was like Everton are fucked money wise. So should we get him in? So we keep buying these players that don't like Conte probably doesn't really want, and he obviously won't play him because he's sulking. So yeah, like I don't know. It's just so confusing. It's so messy. Like just just buy the players he needs. Like why is that so hard? Yeah, I mean. Off the back of last week, uh, there were some mad results in the Premier League. Obviously, that one being Liverpool and uh, United. The week before, United won the League Cup, right? And then the following game, they get spanked 7-0 by their bitter rivals. So, I've got a question for you, Bunsy. Would you like to win the League Cup if it meant in the next game we got beat 7-0 by Arsenal? Yeah. I'll take, the, I'll take off any trophy. <laughs> but the next game we get beaten 7-0 by Arsenal yeah nah because we, we need we need to break that hoodoo of not lifting silverware that is the main that is the fucking thing hanging heavily around our fucking neck we need to win the trophy I'm going to move this question around quickly because we've only got a few minutes before the half time break Jay man what, what, same question man what, what are you saying I, nah I'm never having that I'm not ever seeing the history books of 7-0 <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a league cup man it's sucking my dick Terrence yeah, Bonesy, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Fuck that. <laughs> League Cup. If you, if, you, if you upgrade it to FA Cup, I'll think about it a little bit, but I'll still probably come. Even then. That's fair, though. That's fair. You've yeah. Got, you, yeah, that's fair. Ravi, what are you thinking? You take the trophy? Yeah, no. Nah. I'm not taking a 7-0 loss to them, ever. Like, I can't do it. Um, so, again, so, if it was an FA Cup, I would, I think. So, so what you're saying is that for... 15 or 18 years, the thing that we've been levelling at Levy, you haven't won us any fucking trophies over a one game against them down the road. That'll be yeah, for- them cunts are going to be talking about it for 17 yeah, years. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be forgotten in six months when we play them again. Do you know what I mean? I I, 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 I can't see how you wouldn't take the trophy. No, if we beat them 7-0, we would never let them forget it. Even if we never won a trophy for the rest of our lives, we would never let them forget that. Yeah, but it's not, it's not about them it's about us and we need a trophy in that fucking empty cabinet that's gathering <laughs> dust I bet uh, to be yeah. fair in, in all fairness like I Bones, agree Bones is back Bones is, Bones is back in his point and I respect that but I will say did you see Gary Neville's face when he was sitting next to Carragher 
I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if he was thinking. I don't know if he was thinking about that trophy. I don't know if when Gary Neville was sitting there and let them goals again, and he wasn't thinking that oh, bollocks. We won the Carling Cup. Yeah, but the week, a couple of days before, he was jubilant because Man United were back and they had something tangible to show for their efforts. Again, what have we fucking pointed the finger at Levy since he took over? Oh, we've got a nice stadium, all Champions League. But we'll keep hammering him about trophies. We need a trophy. We need a trophy. Danny, Danny Rose was going on about it last night, wasn't he? About having a nice house but no furniture. Yeah, he was on Sky, innit? Talking <laughs> shit. Yeah, he said uh, he said that um, it's funny that Levy was coming out talking about poor silence because when yeah. I said that, I got fined two weeks wages. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think we're, we're approaching off time now, so we'll put a pin in it there. I'm gonna just just for fun, just for fun, and it doesn't have to it doesn't have to happen if you don't think of anything. But just for fun, for the second part, if you could think of a, a movie title or a movie that is like it is similar to Spurs' season this year. Uh, so yeah, I want I want the movie title and the analogy of why it's similar to Spurs' season. Oh, that's what that's what you got to think about in the half time the half time break while you're getting your drinks and having a poo and doing whatever you do. All right, so see you in a second. See you later. later. North London is ours. Welcome back to see season one, episode twenty seven, part two of Coys in the Hood. Before the break, I asked the boys to come up with a film title and. Liken it to a liken it to what it's been like this season at Spurs, but you know you can you can be flexible with it. I'll give you uh, artistic license to uh, you know it doesn't have to be this season. It can be any season. It can be just being a Spurs fan in general. Yeah, and the analogy to coincide with that choice, just for a bit of fun to bring the uh, to bring the the mood up a little bit because it's fucking depressing to be to be fair. It is. Do you want to do you want to go first, Bonesy, or should I go first? What do you want to do? I thought I mind. I'll go first just to get the ball rolling, right? So I had Forrest Gump, right? Shit legs, running around, not really going anywhere, but there's there's plenty of running going on, but not really doing anything with it. Uh that that bird Jenny, she's like she's like Daniel Levy, just prick teasing him the whole fucking film. <laughs> and then at the end she just dumps a load of shit on him and tells him that she's dying. <laughs> Yeah, so just just that. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's my analogy. <laughs> Go on, Mosey. Over, over to you, Mosey. Well, I was thinking, like, oh, I, I, I've struggled to pick a film. Um, and I was thinking, the thing is, like, with shit films, it's been, like, the season has been dog shit. It's been shit. It's been dog shit. So... You watch a dog shit film once, you don't watch it again. So I'm struggling to liken it to a film. Um, the only thing, the only title that come to mind was Misery. We're all fucking, <laughs> we're all fucking trapped, tied to a, like the same fucking bed that we are every year with Daniel Levy. And we're just being tortured year on year. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. He's smashing our ankles every time we try and leave the stadium without any merchandise. Uh, Ravi, what are you saying? I've got, uh, I think, it's similar to Luke's, but Groundhog Day, where it feels like every game is the same and a bit shit, and we're just going through the same game every week. 
and uh, yeah, we're just sort of waiting to escape somehow, but we obviously can't because we're just trapped. We're trapped in this in this football club, and yeah, we're just going to keep going until I don't know. We fall in love at the end, maybe I don't know. So I, t- I I take heart in that because <laughs> the penny the penny drops it with him that oh we can I can do whatever I want and. He turns his life around. <laughs> so hopefully we're going to turn our shit around. That's, yeah, that's the optimistic answer. Yeah. I just wanted to stop going through the same chat. <laughs> yeah. what, what did you come up with, Terence? Uh, Rocky, five. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> Let's see. Rocky five, it's, it's been for the last few years, Rocky five, because obviously the first, the first four were like, great like through pods and then then we've had the last few shitty managers and at the moment we're uh yeah yeah so yeah a big sort of bit of a letdown this season basically <laughs> and uh harry kane's son's a bit like rocky balboa as well isn't it i'll do the bill that's deep what about you jay uh mine was uh rocco's anal adventures part four because <laughs> it ain't the first time that this club has made me butt hurt it's just the same <laughs> shit different day. And is Levy flushing our heads down the toilet? He's flushing our heads down the toilet. Whilst and entering the with... again. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a visual there for anyone that's listening. Um, I'm not gonna act, I'm not gonna say what it was. <laughs> um, but use your imaginations. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, moving on to uh, the whole thing with what's going on at the moment. Is, well, I want to get on to individuals now because if I'm if there was any positives to take. I think over the last few games, it's fair to say that Pedro Porres looks all right. I think I think he looks like he could be a good player for us. He looks more attacking, and he looks like he offers a bit more than Romero going forward. So there's good options there at right wing back, which is not where we were a month or so ago. So that's that's a positive to take, if there is any. But just get on to Romero. Is he a fucking idiot? Is this, is this guy a fucking idiot? Like, like well, he's obviously good, right? But everyone was talking about it. Glenn Hoddle was talking about it. Jealous was talking about it. Uh, Jamie O'Hara today, he's obviously been going on about it. Jay, is is Romero a dickhead? Yes, 100%. Right? World Cup winner, great defender, Rolls Royce of a defender, but dickhead. He's got no composure. And his default, his go-to is, oh, let me kick the fuck out of him, which is great. But you can't keep doing that, man. Like, your your go-to can't be go for... Like, it's good that in games you've got a defender that's going to go through people and let them know, yeah, I'm here. This ain't going to be easy. But he's doing it in a way that he's always going to get sent off. Always. Like, me and Rev were talking before the game, and it said if um, Romero and Lenglet get a yellow, they're going to miss the first leg of the quarterfinal. It was like, so surely... The manager and everyone should be saying to them, boys, play calmly, be sweet. I think by 20 minutes, they were both booked. And it was like, are you stupid or what? Yeah. And then, oh, uh, mate. And they were both stupid, needless tackles. Like, come on, man. They, they were both needless. There was nothing going on. The second one was, oh, yeah. it was, ugh. it was already done by that point in the game. And I was, I was actually looking for a reason to turn it off at that point. And then, then, then when that happened, I was just like, yeah, there's only 10 minutes left. I, I'm, you know, if I if I miss it and we do something special, then fuck it, I'm 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 backing that all all day long. I've always backed that. Yeah. But the only the only, the only part of me is like that's like bring con uh, uh, bring Pochettino in because I think like Pochettino might be the man that can get get him to to the next level, which isn't his ability, it's his temperament. It's composure, and, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the only part of me that's thinking it, it, maybe Pochettino, would, that would be a good 
good in for Poch, maybe to get his level up. But again, I'm not I'm not really on the Poch bandwagon just yet. Uh, Bonesy, what do you reckon? What about Romero? Is he a, uh, is he a prick? Romero, <laughs> um, I mean, last season when he was like, he was jumping in the tackles and he was making them, we fucking loved it. We loved it. Um, last night when he got sent off, you're like, fuck's sake, what are you doing? But that didn't make the difference in that tie. He was showing his frustration at the dog shit football that we played over two legs. Rightly or wrongly, um, yeah, he shouldn't have made that tackle. But I, I, I can't, I can't blame him for l- losing the tire. Even if he doesn't make that tackle, I still don't think we fucking no, get no, a goal no, or just, go through. Just, just, yeah, no. just to be clear, I wasn't, I wasn't blaming him for the tire. No, just... It's not his fault. No, no, of course not. Um, and they, they kept saying, "Oh, he's, he's been sent off." How many times has he been sent off for us? Is twice. That a, I twice. Think. Now. twice. Yeah. So. A red card in each of the seasons he's been there. I'd take that. I'd take that for. They're both the... in the last five games, though. Oh, right. Well, it makes man, man City, it? But I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit you with a stat now, Bones. Right, just to just to just to add to that. So Romero's averaging a card every two point five games. Right. Mm. Two of which are, uh, are reds. Right. The rest are, are yellows. He's averaging a card every 2.5 games. You compare that to the, the, the famously filthy Sergio Ramos, who averages a card every 2.9 games. So that kind of gives you a bit of a insight into, like, when you compare it to someone who's notoriously a fucking filth bag. Yeah. And goes in hard, goes in over the top quite often. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just think that he needs... It's that thing, in it? You don't want to fucking... Put the fire out in his belly, do you know what I mean? Because we all saw it happen to Deli Alley, right? And without going, oh, goodness. do you know what I mean? We don't need to go into it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fine line between like castrating someone and just tickling them a little bit, so they're just, yeah, just, just tickle them, so they're nice, but <laughs> also know that I'll flick it, I'll flick you on the balls <laughs> if you play up. But that's as far as we're gonna go. But don't, don't make me. But that's the thing. That's tra- what we're saying, right? Go through them just to let them know you're there. That's cool, but then have the composure and temperament to be professional about it. Like Ramos, he got sent off loads, but he was, he had, he, it was a dark arts, right? The game against City, Romero got needlessly sent off and could have cost us the game because that was, again, another needless couple of tackles. I don't mind him going through people. I don't mind him. I want that. I want someone to be a nasty bastard. But it's, uh, he's, he's always going to be suspended, whether it's straight reds or too many yellows. Always. I mean, I mean, the first, the f- don't, don't get me wrong, the first one was a yellow, but he pulls out of it. He, he does pull out of it, to be fair to him. He doesn't go through the man. He could have fucking ended that geezer's career if he wanted to. Yeah. But yeah. he does pull out of it, and it was only because he went in so quick and then the last second pulls out that he catches him. So, but just, no. I, just on that, so on the back of that game, uh, Romero's got a two-match ban in Europe and Longley has a one-match ban in Europe if we do decide to take him on permanently. So that's our next European game if we do uh, qualify this year, whichever. We've got two centre-halves out. That's that's without injuries, which is, yeah, dog, dog shit. Uh, Ravi, on the Richie comments, did you want to did you want to read them out? Did you want to, because Bonesy's not heard them. I don't know if Terence has heard them. Did you, did you, did you hear the, the Richie stuff, Terence? 
Uh, I only saw him uh, a bit earlier today. Uh, oh, go on in, Rev. Hit us with the, uh, the, the transcribe. It's loads of shit, I'm sure. Uh, it's all right, man. I can edit, man. It'll be seamless after 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 this. I just can't remember where, I've, where I put the translation for it. It was on WhatsApp. It was on WhatsApp. You put a link. There we go. He's um, his leg. Yeah. Um, so he says, Richarlison, I imagine you're feeling frustrated. He kind of laughs and he says, of course, we're at the biggest club competition, but we can't play like this needing a goal. We have to put people forward, especially in the second half. Now there's not much to discuss. We can't assign blame. We have to focus on the Premier League. We train early tomorrow and the next match is not even Forest. And then the, the guy asking the question was like, I'm sure you would have liked to come in sooner or to have been at, up front. You haven't been starting much this year. Um, and he's, he said, sort of, this is where it starts to turn. He's like, I didn't get that. I was playing well. I was in good form. I had two wins against West Ham and Chelsea. And all of a sudden, I'm benched. Against Wolves, he, he played me for five minutes. I asked why and they didn't tell me anything. Yesterday, he asked me to do a test at the training ground. He said if I did well in the test, he'd play me. And when the match came, he benched me. These things are not understandable. Uh, and then the reporter's like, oh, he didn't, he didn't speak to you. He didn't explain why. And then Richie's like, he didn't explain anything. Let's see what he says tomorrow. You don't have an idiot here. I'm a professional. I work every day and I want to play. I need more minutes. If the season is being, sorry for the word, is being shit, why do I not get minutes? I got a small injury. When I'm on the pitch, I give my life. I came from two good games, especially against Chelsea, where I played the 90 and we won. There's not much to discuss. I should have played and now I don't have to sit here crying. Uh, and then, and to finish, how do you focus for the end of the season when you said it's been frustrating so far? He said there's about 20 games left, almost 20 matches. I don't know. 18, and the interviewer said there's 13 left. And he's like, okay, 13, yeah. Focus on those matches, scoring as many goals as I can because the club paid a lot for me so far and I haven't matched that on the pitch. Of course, injuries have set me back a little. I need to play more minutes too, but now I'm going home to rest tomorrow and then train tomorrow and let's see if they put me in the starting 11 for the next match. That's it. That's what we've got. I'm making right on part of that, uh, namely because I don't know why he was taken out of the squad. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe the FA Cup game, but he started there anyway, didn't he? The FA Cup game. Um, but I don't know why Son's yeah. kind of crept back into the starting lineup again. I don't really get that. Uh, Terence, do you think? Do you think? Listen, on the back of that, do you think that Conte's lost the dressing room? Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. Well, he ain't been there for a month, has he? So <laughs> they've, uh, they might have forgot about him. So when he's come back, he never read it. Yeah, he's like, fucking <laughs> hell, I forgot you were coming back. But um, yeah, I mean, going back to going back to Son again yesterday, he's just. Didn't do anything, so I'm still. I can't understand why he's playing him still. Why, when, when the two games where he's been brought on as a sub, he's like done really well and scored and shit, and then he's he's reverting back. He's like, he's like got a soft spot for him. I don't know if he's a, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just, just really, really frustrating when things like that where you know it'll make a difference. Um, would have made a difference yeah, if we started with Richie, and then he come on near the end and there was a bit more energy right at the end. Um, but again, yeah, he, he obviously loves Son. He, um, he just wants to keep playing him, even if he's playing shit. Len Hoddle seems to think that Son is playing with shackles on. 
Like the way he, the position he's playing him, the, the, the role he's asking him to do, coming deeper with his back to goal. Uh, and I think Glenn Hoddle's words specifically were that he's so focused on receiving the ball and concentrating on that first touch that he's not thinking beyond that. So he's not thinking where he wants to put the ball, where he wants to run. Um, and, you know, the, the kind of the movement that he wants to make, he's just solely focused because he's in such poor form. And uh, he's also, you know, he's, he hasn't got the, the confidence is shot. It clearly is that he's not thinking beyond just just controlling the ball. And that's where where he, where the problems in line in lies with, with Son. I don't know whether you guys see that. I don't know if you're, you're seeing that with him, Bonesy. I mean, yeah, I do see that. I think he has got the shackles on and he's asked, being asked to do a lot more defensive work. And he's, he's trying to do it. I, I think he, last season, when it was all new, he didn't mind doing it because he was fighting for the calls. I think this season it's, I think it's got to him mentally, but I think I, I think I've, I've said it on the pod and I think I, um, I might, I might get shot down for this, but I've never said that son is world-class. And the, the, the reason I say that he isn't world-class is because when the ball gets into his feet, he just keep he gets brushed off the ball so easy. So if he's worrying about fucking controlling the ball and maintaining the possession, he ain't doing a fucking great job because he gets the ball and he fucking loses it. But I don't he's think as Chris. I don't think that's his strength though. I don't think I don't think he's ever been good at that. I think his strength is running in behind off the shoulder of the defender, or when he's got a little bit out, out when he's been asked to play out wide under Pochettino and he comes in. On, on either foot, and you know, I don't think there's anyone as good as him outside Messi and Ronaldo. And that's that's this is, this is my you can shoot me down. I don't think there's anyone as good as the as, as other than Messi and Ronaldo to take the ball on either foot and and from distance and and, and score. And that oh, they're his I mean, strengths. I don't think his strengths are coming deep, picking the ball up with his back to no. goal and being asked to turn and make no. attacks happen. He's not. I don't think he's a he's not a creative attacking midfielder. He's 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 a, he's more like an old school kind of. Winner. Michael Owen kind of striker where he'll just cut him behind and, and beat beat the defender for pace. But it, it seems like whenever the ball's played into him, he, he'll take a touch and he's looking to turn. He's looking to turn straight away. And he, but don't you not think he's he, been asked to do that? Because I, I see Richard doing exactly the same thing when we, were, when we played Chelsea. It was exactly the same. And... He did it. He did it all right, to be fair. But you can see the movement is based on getting the ball into whoever's in that position. It might be Kane because Kane often finds himself there, just because that's where he likes to drift into space. But Jay, go on, somebody. They showed it um, a graphic on Sky or somewhere the other day that it is exactly that what you're saying. So Richie or Son, so they got to take the ball and then they got to play it into Kane or play it into Perisic. So the graphic they showed was like an average position of the player. And Sonny was basically on the halfway line and Perisic was further up. But Sonny isn't that guy. He needs to be on the shoulder of the defender and fucking tearing him behind. Uh, for me, he is world-class, right? And as Sieber has said many times over many years, you've got to play the players in their positions. Play Son where he's supposed to be and he'll kill it. He did it last year, fucking top goal scorer. All he this played in this... coming in... But he wasn't playing deep. I don't remember him coming deep and receiving the ball deep. No, yeah. I remember he, he was coming deep. He was defending for the team last season. But he was get, help, getting back and helping. 
but not trying to receive the ball on the halfway line and then play people in. There's there's a repetition of a system, a passing out system that is evident. You can see it that when they get in the ball, they're trying to play into an attacker who's drawing some defenders in out of position receiving the ball turn and then they're going to give it to the next player who's in space so they can open up an attack whether it be down the wing or very rarely is it through the middle so it is going to be it is going to be down the wing uh one of the wing backs but you can see it, the passes were more quicker they were more direct in the second half and they were looking for poor every time get that ball over get that ball over but it was a little bit easier because ac milan was sitting back they were they were just in cruise control but yeah, I mean, I I think I don't think Son's finished. I think that he's, I think that it, this system doesn't work for him. Last season it did for whatever reason. Maybe it's because who was playing left wing back last year? Sessegnon and. But weren't we dropping Harry deeper last year? So Harry was assisting more to Son, but still doing Harry and getting forward and scoring. Whereas this year, I feel like Harry's more forward and Son's dropping deeper. It could be. It's a culmination of the system. I think it's a culmination of that. I think it's also that teams are sussing out how Harry Kane and Son and Spurs play under in these yeah. in these kind of more defensive systems. Um, again, yeah. also, uh, to, also, what did, what doesn't help Sonny? He can't play with Perisic. Them two are not. No. They they just don't work, and we've seen um, enough games. Yeah. I mean, it got to it got to the point. Like I was when I was watching the game, and I see Perisic has started with Son. I was like, "Well, we've got no attack down the left." I was actually thinking early on, like, even though Dia was out and Sanchez for the shocker that he had against Sheffield United, I was thinking maybe I'd rather Sanchez start as centre half and have Davis as left wing wing uh, wing back. Because when he's played yeah, there yeah. for a couple of games, he's done well. He's done well, and yeah, yeah. So it was just, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I don't think we've, we've said it before. We haven't got the squad and the players that Conte wants in order to play the football that he wants. I don't think. So with with everything that we've seen, like, and yeah, I mean, it it does it does feel a little bit like the season is over, as Bonesy kind of opened up with earlier. It does feel a little bit like that. So what? What saves the season now, Rev? Like, what? What is? Mm. Is there enough of? Is there enough left of the season in terms of like the amount of games and you know the top four opportunities that we could you know we could still potentially get the Champions League next year? Is is there reason to to be optimistic? What 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 do we? Well, how do we save the season now, man? Well, I think I think well, one game a week is going to change us because Conte with one game a week is like that's like the best thing in it. That's that's how we win stuff. Usually, because he's got one game to focus on, he can do all his research on the opposition and stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if our form takes a turn for the better. But I, yeah, I'm, I think we're all sort of at the stage where is is top four really enough anymore? Uh, I mean, it's the only thing we've got left to fight for. So I would, I'd say let's do it. But I'm just not sure if just getting top four will be enough for Kane. Um, and I don't know if it'll be enough for sort of Conte wanting to stay maybe but I think that's it really that's, we've got a, if we can get a few good results if our form can if we can go on a bit of a run that's something I guess it's the best we can make out of the of a bad situation really because yeah it is, it is pretty bleak it does feel like the season's over really we just got to try and fight for that top four which is where we were like 10 years ago so just, just coming around the terrace so 
yeah, same sort of question, really. Like, if if we finish strongly and get top four with a flourish like we did last year, obviously we ain't got we haven't got the opportunity to play Arsenal again because that kind of that was a great great way to end the season last year, watching them capitulate and us get one over on them. It ain't gonna happen this year, unfortunately. But just to Terence, like, would would that be? A, would you be happy with that if we finish well like we did last year? I. <laughs> Like you're saying, because them scum cunts are up the top. Obviously, from the last six, seven seasons, we've got top four and we've finished above them. This season, if getting for top four, we and um, obviously we're not going to finish above them. So, sort of, but at the moment, obviously, I, re- I reckon, obviously, in a month's time, we can have different perspective on it because we're we're still fourth, but we've got the three, four teams behind us. We've got games in hand, so they win one or two of their games in hand. We're down to like seventh or eighth, so. The next month, whether we win all our games, I think we've got Forest, Southampton, um, is it Bournemouth? So we've got winnable games there. Um, and but at the moment, obviously you can't say they're winnable. Well, they are winnable, but you can't say that we're going to. We've got pl- we've got to play all of those teams as well, haven't we? We've got to play Brighton, we've got to play Liverpool, we've got to play Newcastle, haven't we? So that, they're they're kind of mini finals in there, really. The ne- yeah, I think the next few games because obviously we've gone out of both cups over the last week. The next three games, if we can get a little bit of momentum, get the get some wind un, wins under our belt, get a little bit of good football going, then hopefully, yeah, I think at the end of the season, if we finish top floor and we there's something to hope for the following season, like better football and yeah, I think that will give us something. But yeah, at the moment, I can't really see anything. It's mad, isn't it? Like you look at you look at like our fucking dog shit it's been the last week and how kind of upbeat we were on the last pod after beating Chelsea it just shows you how, how fucking how fine the margins are it is a game of inches man and it just it shows you in it just like one minute you're up and it's a roller coaster but it's become a bit of a fucking yeah I don't want to I don't want to ride on it no more I want to get off like it's dog shit mm-hmm. um, I mean sorry can I just add in on that sort of top four and I know it's going to sound controversial and it goes against what people are saying I don't want top four this year. I, I don't think we deserve top four this year. I think if we ended up top four, it pay for Levy, he's got Indicated. his money. Yeah. It it papers over the cracks. I mean, what was the what was the gripe that fucking all the the gooners had against Wenger? Wenger just kept getting them top four every year, every year. And all of a sudden, when they weren't getting that. And they had to suffer through and have some shit. They started to spend a bit of money, and they put a plan in place. I, I, I would rather us not finish top four, and it, for it to be a wake up call for Levy to go right. Shit, I need to be back in that top four. I need to invest in that squad and give back my manager and give him the funds that he needs. So yeah, I don't want to finish top four. So just to be clear, you you don't want to finish in the top four, and you want Arsenal to beat us seven 0 <laughs> just try. I'm just trying to understand what you're saying. He's a fucking undercover agent over here. He's a sleeper. Um, did you not see did what you... Craig said last night on uh, BT? So oh, uh, when Hoddle was saying about, oh yeah, what's the best end to the season, which was to finish top four, Crouchy was like, "What's the point?" Because and it That's... feels at this moment that it's just a cash cow. So as long as we and I was talking to a, a, a work he's a Liverpool fan. It's like, we struggle to get out of the group, right? We work our fucking bollocks off to get out of the group. For what? To not show up for a couple of, uh, for the first knockout round. But just so that we can get that Champions League money. So Bonesy's got a point there. And we said a couple of pods ago, didn't we, that this 
conspiracy slash facts when we're not in the Champions League. Levy goes and buys Toby and Yan and Van der Vaart and Modric and Bale and everyone decent. So yeah, yeah when, we're, when, when we're in when we're in crisis and yeah. we're staring in the staring relegation in the face, or we <laughs> need to get into that top four, he fucking opens a wallet up and he he splurges, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, properly, as I said uh, on the opening of the pod, like um, Bonesy called it in the before the Sheffield United game, we need to play a strong team. I I didn't agree at the time. I thought we needed to bring a few few new faces in. I didn't want the wholesale changes that, that eventually kind of transpired. I wanted to see, I wanted to see Richie start. I wanted to see um, Dan Juma start. I wanted to see Pedro Porro play. Other than that, I didn't want to see too many changes. Uh, but not only was that, yeah, was was Bonesy right with that one? He was also right in that, you know, you look back on it now, we're out of the fucking Champions League as well, and we lost to fucking Wolves. It's just fucking, yeah, it's it's Bonesy's mystical garden all over again, isn't it? Like I mean, the Mr. Gordon's on fire, though. He's making can't free... we're, we're, we're in the next round of the cup. We're in the Champions League. We're in the top four. That's all gone. That's the only saving grace yeah. of this whole situation. The Bonesy can't say that ever, for the re- for at least the rest of this season. We're <laughs> <laughs> still top four. You can still give that one. Yeah, I don't right. want that one anymore. Yeah. Right. You, don't want, you just said you don't want it. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> we've, we've got a little bit of time left. I just want to talk about... We've got the weekend, Forest. Uh, so, we've got Forest on Saturday, 3pm. Oh, yeah, fuck him, mate. We ain't everything, man. He looks like that. That's we, a joke, isn't it? If that prick comes to my club, I'm done. I'm it's such it's yeah, such, such really lazy, lazy journalism to just link someone... Yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, Rev, man, what are you saying about Forest? Like, what do we do? Who, who starts that game? I think that's that's the bit I'm interested in. Who? who I think it's, it'd be quicker to say who doesn't deserve to start that game. I don't necessarily think he doesn't deserve it, but I don't think Richie's going to be playing after that. <laughs> um, I don't so think Richie Son, plays for the rest of the season. Yeah, probably. Uh, Son definitely doesn't. Uh, I mean, yeah, we don't really have many options because we've got injuries as well, so it's a bit of a tough one. <laughs> uh, I thought Forster was positive uh, against Milan, by the way. Uh, not that, that saying much, but he'll obviously have to play. <laughs> There's no options there. I think, yeah, they, well, I, yeah, it'll just be the team that we all like. It's Groundhog Day, I'm telling you. It's it's the same same team that it's just whether Dan Juma, Son, or Richarlison start. And I think it'll be Son again just because he keeps doing it. Yeah, but Son does ne- doesn't deserve to start. It's a weird one. Just going back to what you were saying about Foster, like, I haven't been too disappointed with him. He does take an age to go down to ground to, to make a save, but he has made actually quite a, quite a, well, I say quite a few, a couple of decent saves, and he's actually yeah. quite composed when we're playing at the back and the ball's getting passed back to him. I feel a little bit calmer. Well, I feel a lot calmer than when Loris is the ball's going back to back to him. Do, do, you, do you get that vibe? Do you, do you feel calmer with Foster? He, he seems a lot calmer. Uh, yeah, playing out from the back and, and having the ball, ball pass back to him under pressure as well. I've been quite impressed with him. Like he's not, he is the backup keeper, but he's, he has come in and done all right. He's done his job. Mm. Yeah, I think, and yeah, it's weird because he is. He, I didn't notice it until you mentioned it, but he's way more composed than Larice. He is like playing out of the back. There's no fear. I don't have the fear when Larice has it. I know it could go anywhere, whereas he does seem to find the player most of the time. Um, I think, yeah, I think he's been actually a weird positive, even though everything else has been terrible. He's not the answer, though. He's he's definitely not the answer. 
He is yeah, like, like he takes no. about. I've seen buildings go over quicker than he does, man. Like honestly, it's yeah. Anyway, uh, what are we going? What are we going for for a um, for a scoreline for the weekend? Like, are we are we confident that we're going to beat Forest? I think we should be beating Forest. Come on, they're oh, like we the I, yeah, we're home. They're, they're bottom, man, and they second bottom. Ah, they they've crept up to about fourteenth or so. Is it? Yeah, they've crept up the table yeah. a little bit. So that's why we've been linked with their manager. <laughs> ah, right. Uh, so think, Terrence, what, what do you reckon, Terrence? Uh, we should be better with them, but I, I reckon I, I still think we win, but probably a like two-one or something. But yeah, how far do you reckon I'll go to paper and over the cracks? Do you reckon I get a good feeling going around again, or do you reckon it's going to take a bit? It's going to take a run of games to. Yeah, to... we need a. Yeah, we need a few more. I mean, the next, like I say, next three games, three four games. We should be winning. So if we if, if we do win them, yeah, we'd be happier. But I don't think that's going to prove that much difference. But if there's a bit more sort of um, enjoyment in the football, um, then that's that's what all I'm hoping for at the moment. Just a little bit of a mood mood change. I think I think this is going to be the game that is going to be the decisive one. It's not an important game in terms of points on the board, but it's definitely an important game in terms of reaction. How the players react. Does Con how how can how does Conte get motivated? If it's apparent that it's just it's dead, and I think if we can't, we we we're flat and there's no desire and and running, I think I think he's going to go. I think to be honest, go on, Rebu's going to. I think, but the, the pressure's off, isn't it? And this is kind of what our problem is: is when there's no pressure on us, and everyone sort of doubts us, we actually kind of look a bit more comfortable. So I could see it. I could see it going either way. I mean, he's definitely gone if they don't turn up for that game. But I can see him just feeling a bit confident and a bit. All right, no one's no one's cussing us out now, so we can just relax with the football because we we look so nervous when we play any game. Sometimes I think. Do you reckon Poch is coming back? <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon Daddy's I mean, coming home? I, I, the fans were singing it, and I was just kind of like. That's just. Uh, I, I think we we say it almost every other pod, but we need to move on, man. Like we really do. It, so it just, badly. Yeah, it, it, it's anything slightly goes wrong, and and his name's getting sung. And the thing is, I saw a thing where it's like Real Madrid might want him. So, like, what is he going to say no to Real Madrid for us? I don't think so. He's so, fucking unemployed, man. He's fucking <laughs> jobless, man. Like. You want a manager who's who's in the game, who's thinking constantly about football in the game, and just do you know what I mean? Who, who lives, eats, and breathes football. You don't want a geezer just fucking down a job centre, like queuing up and drinking cans of super tea, man. Like that's my worry. That's my worry because even when he left us, the amount of t- time he's had off, yeah, that, he he gets like half a year's holiday or something every 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 season. But yeah, he's um, he's like fucking yeah. Santa Claus, man. He fucking works like a couple of days a year, man. He's, <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 that, that concerns me. As much as the romance of Poch coming back is appealing, and yeah, we did play some great football. Yeah, it went always great, man. He was he was quite close yeah. to getting a sack, like before that, like deflected Harry Kane free kick against Aston Villa. He was on but the yeah, fucking ropes, man. If we're talking about romance, getting fucking Martin Yol back. Harry Redknapp, <laughs> he's fucking kicking around. He's <laughs> sniffing about. Fuck that silly old. I think I saw I saw something the other day where Redknapp was like. Yeah, I'd come out I, for the right job. I'd come out of retirement. So maybe he's <laughs> <waiting> <laughs> but, yeah, imagine. Um, I was going to say the 
just that free kick thing also, because uh, we haven't talked about the Wolves game. Did you see Poro hit like a brilliant free kick and it hit the bar? And then the next free kick, Kane took it off him and hit the wall again. Like, I just, I just thought, I don't know why Kane keeps trying to take free kicks. He's banging them like, in every what... every training session. He's banging them in. And probably the other free kicks are just back passes to Lloris and he just fumbles them. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And they put, they put cones for the wall. Jumpers for the wall, yeah. <laughs> uh, so just yeah. just to round up, like, uh, what's your what's your score prediction, Jay, for Forest? Right out there, four nil, four nil. Yeah. Conte, everyone's going to be beautiful again because Conte's week to week, and there's no pressure. Everyone's going to be like, oh, and all these fucking idiots are going to start singing again. It'll be easy work. Bonzi. It'll be bullshit. I'm split. I'm split. <laughs> I'm split between between saying we're going to win seven nil, but I I think we're going to struggle. I think we could lose this one. I think they're going to be the players are on the fucking deck. Like if 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 we're feeling like well if I'm feeling like oh that's the season over, how you pick them players up? How you pick Harry Kane up? I mean he's a he's a great professional, but all the players are on the deck. So I I I can't see us winning. <laughs> But this is this is what I'm saying. This this is this is what I'm saying. This is why this is why this game is important because I don't know after that week, man. If you can't pick them up after that, then then it's done, isn't it? This is this is this is it. This is this is. Terence, what's your scoreline prediction? You tell you come to me already. Did I? What did you say? Yeah, I said two one. You should you should have chose Bones your first, man. He's he's put the mood down. Now we're going to win seventeen nil. We're going to win the league. I'm yeah. split between seven nil and us playing really badly. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to finish top four. I want to finish top three. But did he predict the other week defensive errors? <laughs> he yeah, went wrong good. though, was he? Yeah. No, no, that, was that was Chelsea. Chelsea. Did you see that Mystic? Did you see that Mystic Meg died? Did I? Did I see that? Someone posted Mystic Meg died. Yeah. Bonesy, there's that. a job going there, mate, for you. Uh, yeah. I thought yeah. she was already dead. Yeah. <laughs> Rev, what's your score prediction for the weekend? We got we got a minute left for out there. Two nil, two right. nil. I'm gonna go two nil as well. I fancy two nil. Um, but yeah, let's wrap this one up. It's been episode 27, season one. Uh, it's been depressing as fuck, but there's been some giggles in there, and hopefully there's a bit of therapy to be had in that. It is a fucking well depressing time to be a Spurs support at the moment, but it really is. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. We just got to fucking march on it as we always do, you know. Life, man. We they always shit, find man. a way to get our fucking money out of our pockets, man. Levy's always tickling our balls in one way or the other, and he'll get our money and he'll get us still singing. And then, well, you know, it's going to shake our ass for me. It's all blessed. It's been worse than this before, mate, and we've still fucking turned up, mate. So, yeah, let's just fucking keep going. Bollocks, it's done. The cup, we're at the cups, but, you know, <laughs> let's, we look, go on. let's look forward to go karting under the stadium. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Or being beaten 7 0 to Arsenal. Yeah. Winning that cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's it. That's closing the season one, episode twenty seven. Come on, you Spurs. Fucking A.
London is ours.